Okay, Erev Tov, everybody, we continue in the Murray of Luchim. We're still in the Psicha. And after the Rambam says how the order is, you first have to know natural science before you go to metaphysical, science. godly Chachma. Uh, he says, Ulezeh, and to this end, some Psicha Sifra Yisala, the Masabreshis. Hashem began the Torah with the. Yeah, I'll, leave, I'll close it later. Thank you. Okay. With the story of the creation. Why? This is the scientific wisdom. As we said, that must precede divine wisdom. Because of the greatness of the topic and how valuable it is. And our abilities are very small to understand these very difficult concepts, kefim Hashem, as they really are. So therefore, Hashem told over these very deep concepts, which is a prerequisite to divine wisdom. Hashem related to us about the creation of the world, with parables and riddles. Things that were very closed and concealed. As the rabbis tell us, It's impossible to relate the power of the creation to human beings. Therefore the Torah made it very close and just says, In the beginning Hashem created and everything it's just very simplistically said, in, if you want to call it a parable or whatever, you know, on the first day, let there be light. And on the simple level, we think it's light. Okay, no, it's not. It's really the or hagonus is what's there. So everything is just said very simple, one day, two days, three days, not getting involved in any of the deepest scientific realities of where the divine God interfaced with the metaphysical to create the world. Okay? And of course, and, and therefore, and it goes and arranges all these concealed things. It's well known, the statement of King Solomon in relating to this. He said, Far as it is, and deep, deep, who is going to find it? And therefore, Hashem used all these used all these metaphors, a mishpat from our homonyms, whatever. The people, the masses, will understand what they can understand a little bit. And they're very weak. Imagination. And the one is more complete, we'll get a deeper understanding. So Hashem just gave it that way. And that is the Chachmas of uh, the, the physical realm, which is the borderline interface to Chachmas Alokis, which is really the rest of the Torah. Now, next point. I already intended when I wrote my commentary on the Mishnah, and I alluded to this as the Rambam, I will one day write a Sefer 
and straight wondrous things that are found in prophecies, books of prophecies. The Sefer Hashva, and in a book of Hashva, what's Sefer Hashva? Fu Sefer Yadnu, it's a book that we were intending, Shinavarbo Sveka Satrashis Kulam, to explain all the difficulties in all the Medrashim. Because what appears from them out of the Madras is to be very far away from the truth. It's out of what normal understanding could figure out. But they're all parables. So that was, I hinted to that when I was writing about this firm. I'm planning on writing two big books. Well, what happened to them? What happened? I started and I tried for many years to write these books. Mm-hmm. I wrote a little bit. But lo yashar but it wasn't straight in our eyes. It didn't make it didn't really work out that we entered in explaining in a way of parables. Why? If we're going to continue to use the allegory and the mystical, and what we have to conceal with the allegory, so we're not getting out of the first way. In other words, it's like we're substituting one unclear thing for another unclear thing. The the prophecies aren't clear, and our Mishalim are going to be unclear. And if I'm going to explain it the way it really should be explained, it will not be pleasing to the masses, because they will not understand a word of what we're saying. Now, we made efforts. Our goal was, we wanted to explain the difficult Midrashim, and revealing what prophecy really is to the masses. For Inu Od, and we also saw, these various drushes. If we will have a foolish one from the masses of the Rabbonim, I guess people think they're rabbis. So, but the fools, they don't have any problem with the Midrashim the ADR. There's no problem. Mm-hmm. It's no problem for a foolish believer to believe in the impossible. God does miracles. So these are crazy things. So who cares? It's crazy things. So they're going to be happy with it. Mm-hmm. But, but if a real complete person really looks at these medrashim, chashuv, uh, it, it, he's he's going to think like this. Chashuv, a very important one. He's gonna one or two things are gonna come out of him. If he only understands him with the literal understanding, he'll think bad about the one who made that statement, that Tana, that Amora. He's gonna think, whoa, what what that Tana is always talking about. will think the Tana is foolish. But it won't contradict his fundamentals of Amuna, he'll just discard it. I believe in everything, and this doesn't make sense. I'm just rabbi saying he's crazy. Oh, she talk, or he'll say no. There's got to be something very deep over here. Ukavar nitzal the yachshol tama. He'll think he'll take the, the rabbi must be a big rabbi. He knows what he's saying. 
And you spur a talk and evil who understand the depths, or he won't understand the depths. So therefore, the Ramam said, the point, the way I was working on the safer is not gonna work. It's just way too hard. And if it so therefore, um not truly in Yunanavua, the concept of prophecy, Uber Maloseha, and explaining its virtues, Uperish Mishle Sforea, and explain the parables of their works. Will this essay will explain it, but in a different way. And therefore, because of these reasons, I stopped writing the two sperm the way I originally planned it. For he speak and it's gonna be enough for me, Mizichron Yesodas Hamuna Kloyamitus Bavurbi Kitzer Moshivikalobeir. And it'll be enough to mention the foundations of the Muna and the general true rules and the brief hints that come close to explaining. Similarly, Mashizukharti Bihibra Tamagomish, like I explained in the Mishnah Torah. Okay, so I'm gonna try a new method, he's saying. Okay. And now he's adding one more point of why he's writing this over here. And he's saying the following. This essay I address to those that have nispal safe, who have studied philosophy. Kimosha Zacharti, as I mentioned. And he knows true wisdom. Vumamin Torim, he believes in Torah ideology. But Navoch but he's confused with their concepts, Asher Bahem Hashem Mishkon, that the uh the, the confusion came from these names and these parables that we're just not sure what they're all about. I will bring chapters in this essay. That number one may zikaron I may not even talk at all about homonyms at all. But what are the four things he will talk about? But there will be chapters that will be a uh, uh, what do you call it? An introduction to other chapters. Okay, or number two, oyeh the chapter will make reference to concepts that are dealing with uh, words that are homonyms and have multiple meanings. But but any But I don't want to really talk directly about it in that place. It doesn't say why. Third thing, or one chapter will explain some of the parables. Or um, make reference to something else that's a marshal. And finally, or there'll be a chapter dealing with really strange uh, concepts. And those who are believers, they understand that the exact opposite of what it is because of the similarity of the nouns and they're going to misconstrue the nouns. They're going to learn the marshal in the place of the nimshal. Instead of the lesson it's going to learn out, they're going to just be focused on the marshal. Oh, they take what comes out instead of the marshal. So they're going to do the reverse. So these areas of people just don't understand how to learn this. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. So now, now that I've discussed and brought up the topic of parables, 
I'm going to give a little bit of an introduction to parables. Vihizos, this is the introduction. Da, you should know. The key to understanding everything that the prophets say and understanding it truthfully, it's understanding the parables that the prophets worked with. And their concepts, and understand what the words really mean. If it's a shame shituf, if it's a shame hashal, is it a borrowed term, is it a hominin term? We got to really understand this. Now, for Yadat, I'm going to the statement in the book of Hosea. And in the hands of the Nevi'im, I will be made similar to. In other words, the prophets will mention Hashem in ways through types of uh, metaphors. So, for example, they're going to say Hashem is a gibor milchama. He's a warrior. Or he's a zakein molei rachamim. He's an elderly, fatherly figure full of compassion. Or other things that are completely far away from Hashem, really, but they're a type of uh, analogy. The Adatama, we know what Yechaskel said, riddle me riddles and metaphor me metaphors. The and you know, because the used Meshalim so much, Amar Hanavi, the Navi writes about what people said about a Navi. Hema Omrim Lee, they say to me, to the Navi, Hello, He's a guy who makes up parables. So people understood that the Navi made up parables. And we know what Shlomo Amelach opened up this whole discussion. He writes in Mishlei, Lohavin Marshal Malisha, Divrei Chachamim Vichidosan. To understand the Marshal and the riddles, the, and the words of the Chachamim and their riddles. Amr B'Medrash, the Medrash says, now the Ram is going to give us three separate examples, and by the, when we finish the three, Amir Tashem, I'll remember to say what he's trying to teach in each one of these three examples different than the other. But the first one is like this. What were the words of Torah like before Shlomo Melech came? To liber, to a well. The water is deep, but cold and fresh. But nobody could drink it. What did a smart guy do? He connected one rope to another, another type of rope to a rope, and he put a bucket at the end. And then by lowering it down, he drank. would use one marshal to another marshal and another marshal. And he doubled over in one concept to another concept until he was able to stand up and comprehend the words of the Torah. Zeldvarim, that's what the Medrash says. So in other words, this is the whole idea. He's saying we need Mishalim to understand the Torah as locked, safer. Unless you have a lot of Mishalim. And you don't necessarily know what they're talking about until they really hit the deep water below. Now, any robe, and I have not seen anywhere, that a person of good thought would think, that we're talking about the hints of the Torah, where the real intention was concealed, and he had to go deep into the Mashalim, but would not be part of, 
would not be an understanding the laws of building a sukkah, the four species, or the four types of uh, guardians, because that's a Kabbalah we have. We know exactly what it means. But there still are great secrets that come, that, that exist. I don't know if he is saying there's still secrets beyond the Arba Shomer, which we know in Hasidus is a lot about this, but uh, we for sure know what the Pshat is in Lulu Right. They're not uh, parables. No. It's a, there's halacha, it's clear, and there's no question of what the Torah means there, as opposed to other parabolic statements. But there could still be a lot of parables from it, but there's for sure shot in that without any question. Now, we come now to another statement. Okay, that's first point. Second point, Visham Nemar, and again in the Chazal it says, Rabbanan Amri, the rabbis give an example to this idea of parables, to Ma'abed Sela or Mergolis Besok Peso, a person loses a coin or a gem in his house. Now, the house is dark. So therefore, he doesn't know where it is. So until he lights a wick to some uh, thing that will catch, right? Moses and Margolis said he'll find the precious jewel. So we're saying, what, what are they telling us? Even this marshal that they're giving, this is a marshal to marshals. Okay? It's nothing by itself. I mean, you just light a thing and find a thing. Big deal. Find a marshal, but through the marshal, a Torah is the Torah. You'll see the words of Torah. In other words, the marshal is like a klipa, a shell, and the secret inside is like the fruit. Zodvar of Gami, that's what he's saying the words over here. These bonabirim, let's try to understand what they're explaining. Kitochos divrei Torah, the deeper part, the inside of the words of Torah, Hema Margolis, those are the gems. Upshuto shalakol mashal enoklum. But the simplicity of, of the mashal is nothing. In other words, the mashal doesn't really help. It's what's inside is what is important. So now the concealment of the concept now makes reality to the simple meaning of the marshal, such as when you drop lose a gem in a house, it's a dark closed house. There's many other utensils. The, 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 the jewel is in the house. But you can't see it. You don't know about it. It's like it's not in his possession. The benefit of it is held back from us. Until what? Until you light up. That is similar to understanding the marshal. So the light is understanding the marshal. In other words, so you've got this gem, which is the marshal, right. and it's lost. So now we got to come up with a way of finding it and coming up with some type of a, a way of extracting it's hidden, the marshal. It's in the dark. So how you so hide it. it so now the use of mishalom gets you to the toch 
of what we want. So the margolis, really the gem is the toch. But the toch is lost. You can't find it. So now lighting up, that is the moshal that enables us to be able to come to this idea. Okay, let's have another third and final example of this. Omer HaChlochem, King Shlomo says like this, Tapuche Zohav Vemaskios Kesev. You have golden apples in vessels of silver. Dovar Dovur Alafanov. That is analogous to a word that's spoken properly. So we got this analogy of a golden apple that's in a silver maskios. We'll see exactly what that means. Ushma ber inyan Let's try to understand what this means. What is the mashal, the nimshal, and what's going on over here? Maskios. What are these maskios? Heim hatapuchim hamesubachim. Okay, these are the apples that are mesubachim. And what does that mean? Ratzoni lomer, Hashem b'mekomas p'suchim dake ho'ene me'od k'masi etzorfim. Let me explain what he's saying. He's saying, let's say you got a golden apple. And it's concealed in a vessel that is silver, but it's got little openings, very little openings in it. So really, what you see is silver. It's also a valuable uh, mineral, but not as much as gold. But it's made, that gold container has little, little holes in it. Okay. Now... And that's how the, uh, the the smelters make it. Vinikru came. Why is it called that? Means Because now, when you look at that, you know, Targum Vayashkev is stucky. For Omer, he says, "Ki mishal tapurosov v'shichvas kesev dakas anekavimaod." This uh, allegory of the golden apple in this um, vessel that's of silver that's got very small holes. That's a person who says a word properly. Look how wonderful, wonderless, wonder, wondrous is this marshal bitar to describe a real good marshal. In other words, to say, what's a real good marshal? It's a golden apple in a silver container with the little holes. That this thing has two ways of looking at it. There's a revealed part and a concealed part. The revealed part should be good as silver. But the thing inside should be better than the things that that is revealing it. So the inner contact, when you reveal it, it's like gold compared to silver. In other words, the analogy has to be gishmak, but to bring out something even more gishmak. Okay? So it has to be when it gets revealed, the person will be able to see what's inside. It has to be a way to see what's inside. Like this apple, Shalazov, that is of gold. You got a layer of silver over it, very thin, and little dots in there. If you look at the entire thing from far away, 
Omi Beauty hosts Sponsor without reflecting much on it. Told very well, you think it's a silver apple with nothing else inside of it. But the guy looks really carefully. He'll see what's inside. If he had his shoes off, he's going to know that it is gold. This are the parables of Navim. The revealing of their wisdom helps with many words. Besides the fact that it benefits society as well, uh, at large. In other words, the words they're going to say are very beautiful words. No question. It's worth to learn it for itself. Just like Mishle. Mishle has got a lot of wonderful statements. But that's the silver. That's not the real deep message. Yeah, there's some nice words in Mishle. Very well, um, uh, good aphorisms, you know, nice lines like Benjamin Franklin would say, a stitch in time saves nine. So they'll say, I went to the lazy person and he could have, and he slept a little bit and the field got wrecked up. And that's obviously, there's a nice lesson of silver that's coded around it. But you got to understand, it's much more. As you see in what's revealed in Mishle and Kohelas. But but the inner part of the Mishalm is a very beneficial wisdom to understand and believe the true in the greatest, truest way. Good place to stop. We already got an idea. So he gave us three different parables for this. Ropes after ropes with a bucket to draw the water out. The second thing is the idea of uh, losing the diamond in the dark. And the third one is the silver coating of the golden apple. Maybe next week when we start again, we'll go why he gave three of those. But the next thing is going to be amazing. Next week, we'll discuss the dream of the ladder. And what the deeper insight of that this, is. This will be next year. Next year on <laughs> Monday night after we break the fast and eat. You have an hour to eat. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back and learn Torah. Mm-hmm. And Dav Marv. The Navi spoke in parables that needed a certain level of sophistication to understand. Wouldn't he be talking over the heads of the masses? Would who be speaking? If the Navi were speaking in parables, you needed a certain level of sophistication to understand. Wouldn't he be talking over the heads of the masses? Of the no, because they'll get the parable. Mm. Would they? Yeah. Well, well let's just say the Dubna Magid was created parables, and the simple people are able to understand it. So either you get the simple understanding, that's a nice story, or I get a little smarty for what, what's beneath that story. So uh, not everybody, they knew the Naveen were, uh, it was riddle. Can you figure out the riddle? Some people said, I can't figure it out, but he's a holy man. Listen, they used Naveen for many things. Used for guidance. When they gave him guidance, they didn't give riddles. They said it straight. But when they were trying to discuss about Chachmas Ha'emes, about Hashem's will, it had to be concealed. But a lot of these things... You know, what do you, uh, what was it, your meal? What do you see? An almond stick. I see an almond yes. stick coming from the north, and that's Bogo. Mm. All right, so, you know, you work on it, you can figure it out. But then when you get to things like Maisa Merkava, okay, that's, it. that's it. It's not Forget for the simple people, it's it just for happen. certain people. We're just scratching the surface, but we're getting 
getting into really good good stuff uh, next week. Get into more examples. Okay. Yashukayach Hashem should give us the Hatzlacha to be able to learn regularly.